You are listening to a Hippily Horror Stories Patreon bonus preview. If you like what you're hearing, stick around to the end to find out how you can get more. You are listening to Hippily Shorts. Thank you so much for your patronage. Hey guys, welcome to episode 155 of Hillbilly Shorts. It's us. I wasn't going to say nothing. <laughs> Guess we'll just boringly just go straight into the story. Yeah. Boy, no, it's a windy as a mofo out here. It is windy. Wow. Hey, we got cool stuff for our um, our microphone stands now. Yeah, we feel like real professionals now. And I don't know why it took us so long to do it, because these things were like 12 bucks a piece. I know. I got them for Jerry for Christmas. Because that's what he requested. <laughs> but it's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, they're the scissor um, clamp-on microphone stands so that we can, you know, they got the little arms on them so we can move them in front of our face like professional DJs. Where before, they were just sitting on the table Yeah. in a little tripod. <laughs> it's the little things. In, in a sense, it does basically nothing more than the tripods does, but it looks a whole lot cooler. No, it does look cool. You know what's so funny? So we had all of our Christmas blow-ups outside <laughs> this year, and half the time they would fall over. And it's so irritating. Jerry's like, I am not putting those daggone things up next year because we spend more time trying to sit them up than they are up. So they're all laying flat on the ground right now, and it's windy as a mofo. And the wind is catching underneath the big 8-foot snowman or 7-foot snowman that we got. And it's trying. it's like the air is going and making it rise up. Yeah. Of all things. It's like somebody slipped at some Viagra. It's the it's like it's like well hell, that's all we needed was a lot of wind this whole time. <laughs> but we got all our Christmas stuff down, so now it's just bleh. I know outside it looks like a Christmas massacre. Yeah, like it does, these, for real. It all does. These things just laying on the ground all flat and yeah. deflated. Yeah. Decomposed. <laughs> what I tell you about that? Because 'Cause I'm sad. But that don't sound like a real cry. I know. Nobody cries like that. Well, I do. Well, you don't. I've heard you cry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Anyway, go ahead, honey. No, we still found a way to waste two minutes with I know, nothing. Thanks. Sorry. No wonder we get so many bad reviews. Oh, we don't get a bunch of bad reviews. We do about the needless banter. Just get into the story. Well, listen, this is what I got to say about that. Push the damn forward button. Okay, I'm done. There you go. That's it's really simple. I'm not talking to you guys, of course. But it's just so simple. Push the forward button if you don't want to hear it. Okay, you done? I'm done. Okay. Whew, I've been waiting a long time to say that. The haunted history of Portland's Pittock Mansion. Pittock? What is yeah. that? Pittock. Pittock? Oh, yeah. okay. We can't afford fancy voiceover guys, so oh. I can't get like Tyler Allen to come do this or nothing. So. Oh, that would be cool, though. It would be cool. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna call Tyler and say I need you to do the intro for the show. Oh, he would do it. You know, I know he would. He would because he's the bestesses. Oh my gosh, sorry guys. The wind just was like really crazy on this house and then just started barking. Yeah, we never hear it's almost like something smacked up against the window and we're on the second floor. Ooh. Ninja, we're trying to do a damn show. <laughs> yeah, this is perfect sound effects. We gotta take advantage of this. I know. Stick the microphone out the window. Henry Pittock, a London born newspaper publisher, and his wife Georgiana, met and married in Portland in eighteen sixty. Henry went on to become one of the wealthiest men in the Oregon society, invested in a variety of industries including railroads, banking, ranching, and mining. 
He was also an avid climber and outdoorsman. He helped to found Mazama's Climbing Club and became part of the first expedition climb to climb Mount Hood. Well, that just sounds exciting as hell. Well, I, think, I bet it was exciting. Who the hell wants to climb a mountain? I just don't get that. Babe, that's because you just sit around and not be adventurous. <laughs> you climb the stairs. That's just how as far as it goes. Mm. Yeah. I love you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, <laughs> Georgiana was also an active member of society. She's becoming involved in many cultural organizations and charities, including the Women's Union and the Ladies' Relief Society. She helped to found the Martha Washington Home, a residence for working women. She was also an enthusiastic gardener and was a founding member of the Portland Rose Society and the Portland Rose Festival. But these people were fun at parties. And they're probably the wild ones. In 1909, the Pittocks decided that they wanted to build a home in Portland to retire in. They hired the architect, Edward T. Falks, to design the Pittock Mansion from scratch. The 46-room mansion was Whoa. built on a hill overlooking Portland with a French Renaissance exterior. The inside was uniquely designed with oak-paneled cabinets, marble floors, a huge central staircase, modern amenities like an elevator and a dumbwaiter. Why can't he just be a, a slow waiter? Jerry Polly. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's most, actually nice, though, actually. And most strikingly, a beautiful views of Mount Hood and the Cascade Mountain Range. Oh, see, that would be beautiful. It would be. Foil lines the inside of the entryway ceiling, a nod to Georgiana's frugal early years when she had to save foil from old tea containers. wonder why. Because they couldn't afford to what foil. Oh. They had to wrap their stuff up. Yeah, that's true. Reynolds wasn't around back then. Yeah. Maybe that's where they got the idea at. They could have. Reynolds was at their house and he's looking up at the foil on the ceiling and say, by Georgiana, I've got it. Hmm. See, her name was Georgiana. Yeah, I I see what you did. Okay. My humor is just not appreciated here. Oh. (laughs) Nice. So the Pittock Mansion was completed in 1914 when Georgiana was 68 years old and Henry was 80. So sadly, the couple did not have many years left together to enjoy the home they had built. Georgiana passed away in 1918, just four years after construction was completed, and Henry died the following year. Their caskets were made of tin foil. Stop it. Members of the Pittock family remained in the home for many years until their grandson, Peter Gantenbane, who had grown up in the house, attempted to sell it in 1958. Gantenbane was unable to sell it, and the house sat empty for several years as it was severely damaged as a result of the massive Columbus Day storm of 1962. I remember that. that. (laughs) I remember the massive Columbus Day storm of 1962. I wonder what it was. I'm guessing a massive storm. I mean, like, tornado or well, like I don't think they have tornadoes winter? up in Oregon. Like a winter storm? I don't know. Well, I don't think there'll be a winter storm on Columbus Day. Because that's not... Oh, that's not... Winter. Yeah, that's very true. He contemplated having the mansion destroyed. However, the community railroad rallied around the famous site, and Portland residents donated $75,000 to help the city purchase and restore the old home. The Good. Si- City of Portland officially bought the Pittock Mansion in 1964, and a nonprofit was formed to take responsibility of the upkeep of the house. They spent just over a year repairing and restoring the mansion, and in 1965, it reopened as the Pittock Mansion Museum. It is open daily to the public for touring. 
So because the Pittocks died before they could really get a chance to use their home they had designed, it's believed that their spirits still hang around the mansion. Many strange occurrences have been reported in the house. Visitors to the house have reported seeing windows shutting and latching on their own, the sounds of heavy footsteps, and a portrait of Henry Pittock moving around the house. Tour guides have reported encountering figures when they open up the mansion for business in the mornings. Some people say that they've smelled the unmistakable scent of roses, Georgiana's favorite flower. Apparitions of the couple, as well as the head's groundskeeper, have been seen and, and felt following visitors at, as they toured the mansion. All the reports seem to indicate that the ghosts are far from malicious. Rather, they get the sense that the ghosts are peaceful and happy to be showing guests around their beautifully restored home. The ghosts are friendly and gracious hosts. It seems, though, they were not live long enough to enjoy their home they had built. The Pittock spirits still remain in their home, welcoming guests and enjoying the beautiful views. Well, that's a shame. Do all that work. Okay, so you said that they tried to sell it. Now, was that... The grandson tried to sell it years later. Like after the storm or before the storm? storm. Oh, because I thought, well, wonder how much he was asking for it and why nobody would buy it. I don't know. It's a 46-room mansion. There's not a whole lot of I'm so glad they restored that. Even if they are there in spirit, at least they can kind of enjoy it and stuff and see other people enjoy it. I guess. That really sucks, though. Dang. (laughs) Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Hey, guys, if you like what you just heard, we do six of those small bonus episodes every single week. We also do two full-length bonus episodes every month. We do a listener stories episode and then a story that's just like the ones you would typically hear on the regular feed. If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com and look up Hillbilly Horror Stories or go to hillbillyhorrorstories.com and there's a direct link right there. Thank you guys so much for what you do for us.